if I could have a couple of moments of your time before we start this week's podcast. I received a letter this week regarding my comments on the podcast last week from the Discord Managers Association, the DMA, if you would. And they were concerned with the place that I hold of my comments towards Division 4 teams and lower end of Division 3 teams. They were also concerned of fa- for showing favoritism to our transfer roundup uh, guru, David Hammond, um, by not sending my turn and giving him an unfair advantage. So I would like just to take a few seconds here at the beginning to apologize to absolutely none of you. You want to catch Dave? Learn to play. You want to match up with Division 3 teams? Get good, scrubs. And welcome, everyone, to the UE 121 podcast for week 17 of season three. I am your host today, Mr. Daryl Saunders. And this week, we're joined by our special guest, Trust Bondsport Manager, Andy Davison. Andy, how are you doing, sir? I'm very well, thank you. Good evening, boys. Good evening. Good evening. And coming into the studio from the underground stage, it's Terry. Um, Terry, you okay? Yeah, man, let's go. Um, yeah, but why the funfair, dancing girls, blues music, fireworks? No reason, no reason. No, mate, there must be a reason. Wow. Yeah, three of them. Hey, hey. let's go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, normal services resumed, we apologise. Oh, well, yeah. A little, little bit of shit housing. You know, you know, you gotta, gotta love it. Gotta I, love I, the fireworks. <laughs> the Discord Managers Association have heard the intro, so they're down. Oh, I'm in trouble. Yeah, I'm, I'm, and I'm in no, trouble mate. now. Probably, no. I'm, I'm probably not appeasing the gods. No, the overlords. Watch next week. We're both getting spanked, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I'll, I'll take over from, from here. Thank you very much, Daryl. I mean, okay. like straight off the bat, then, boys. How did you get on this week? Let's go to our special guest first, Andy. Yeah, we had a two-one win um, away at Ruben Kazan. I uh, I changed things up tactically a bit. I've had three bad results, dropped four points behind the top of the league. So it was nice to uh, nice to get back in the win column. Uh, Champions League, another defeat. Uh, the only team that Juventus can beat, apparently. Um, <laughs> I kind of sacrificed the Champions League three turns ago to focus on the league. Um, because squad depth is quite low. And in that time, I've dropped four points behind, been knocked out the FA Cup, and I've lost four out of four in the Champions League. So uh, what a wonderful decision that was. Hmm. Oh, Christ, yeah. So it's quite a good win to bounce back on today. Yeah, it's a good win. Good ratings across the board, 80s and 90s, uh, apart from the goalkeeper. Uh, which assuming because he had nothing to do, I'm guessing. Really, then. No, yeah, he's, yeah. he's he's only a 34.95 PV. Ah, okay. Um, so he gets okay. mid mid-70s every game. I mean, he's got height and presence essays, but um, his ratings but, are always mid, mid-70s. I think he's pushed into the 80s once. Right. Um, but maybe something I should look to trade up. But I've never really been a big believer that a goalkeeper's important. Um, always focused on... Ooh, the rest of the team. Talk to Daryl. 
No, I've never been a big fan of it. <laughs> never gone balls deep in a good keeper. It's, it's that funny, though, wrong, like, isn't it? Back in game 100, though, I had this Cameroon guy that I signed at the beginning, free transfer. Umbaga, his name was. He was like just a 34, 92. And I stuck with him throughout the whole game. I don't think I had another keeper. And that probably was my downfall because he didn't really rise that much. I think he finished like 36, 37. But yeah, after that, after that, because I finished second so many times, I focused a bit more on keeping. Reading the match report, I've never seen anything which has led me to believe it's his fault. So I've just stuck with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, like the same. I put my karma, gold karma keeper in because I was struggling so much with getting good ratings out of a keeper. And I... My run started of all this since that 15 game undefeated all this season since I put him in goal and they're just 37 94. It's been a complete game changer, and again, that's not going to be a game breaking goalkeeper. Do you know what I mean? 19 37 94, you could probably go and find better. Do you know what I mean? So. Yeah, I'd, I'd yeah, probably, I'd, yeah, I'd probably have to um, I'd have to give up something too good. Somewhere else to get a good keeper now, probably. Yeah, um, that's that's yeah. always the tough one, isn't it? It's like when you've got the values, the values yeah. are so high. So I'll just I'll I'll, I'll plod through it now. I think uh, it's my fault. I mean, I like to operate with a squad of about nineteen to twenty players. Uh, it's probably bit me in the arse now because I could have done with probably another three or four quality players to come straight in. But um, I've found in this game, if you've got a big squad and then. You get a lot of disillusioned players and then a lot of ratings dropping and then you have to use the karma to get the stats back. So I thought, keep it at 19 to 20 players. Get a few players who can play multi-positions. Mm-hmm. But then two or three suspensions or two or three injuries. And like I said then, I'm having to sacrifice other competitions when maybe going forward, I'll probably look at adding another three or four players who can come straight in. So that's maybe one going forward season four. Because yeah. I think I've, I think I've already, I think I've already lost it now. I can't see Kenny dropping another lead for the third season on the run. To be honest, yeah, that's the thing. Kenny's <sighs> going to concentrate this he's season. Tough. And... Yeah, it's tough. It's tough, isn't it? Sometimes, I mean, but then, I mean, we we talked about this last season, didn't we, Daryl? I mean, like how many twists and turns were there last season with people exactly. dropping I mean, points, we, picking we've up said points? Here, I mean, we've been in multiple games with Kenny, like Kenny with any sort of gap. We, you know, you consider it game over, but he's been caught twice you know, before. Like, it has happened, but mm-hmm. he's a very good manager. When he's focused and he's concentrating, yeah. Kenny's team's just, like, tactically as well. Oh, no, it's not he... even like they're yeah. maybe game-breaking teams. Like, he just, he knows how to set them up, like, that fit the way he plays. He, get, he gets the best out of them, doesn't oh, he? Oh, God, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's but done it you look at, multiple games. You look at Dynamo Moscow as well, who were a point behind me, they've got, They've got a ridiculous team as well. They've yeah. got ten speed all over the pitch. They've just got a, an unbelievable team. So again, it's it's Ian Hall focusing. Like we've been again been in games. Yeah. Ian and Kenny, dangerous people when they concentrate. You know, you're in a really tough but, league. Yeah. Like you look at the managers, yeah. you can go all the way mm. down your your division. You know, I wouldn't want to play any of them. I know some are obviously on bad runs, but they're all good managers. Like they all make cracky team. team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And shit has. What Simon's done there yeah. is is amazing. Do you know what I mean? You got Maxi, you've got Fenerbahce, mm. you've got you've got lots of good teams in that league yeah. now. So everybody's yeah. dropping points apart from Kenny. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and how, how about yourself, Darren? Uh, back to winning ways. Set my turn. 
<laughs> I actually did. That's always a help, isn't it? I did actually change things up this week. I stopped pushing so far wide. I felt like I was getting a bit predictable um, using my wingers. Uh, so I tried to focus a bit more through the middle and use the strength of Sabitzer, who's by far probably my best player, playmaker. And uh, yeah, we won 3-1. Good ratings from everything through the middle. Just the ratings of my wingers, not so great. Uh, well, the left mid did score, which is why I think his rating was so high. Uh, but yeah, it was a much better performance. Another right midfield out. So both my right midfielders are out injured. So I don't know what I'm going to do next week. One's only one week, so I've just got to get through the next game. But it's a it's a ball lake, you know? No right winger at all. I mean, I could move Sabitzer out wide, but then does that make it so obvious that I'm going to be playing out wide? So I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Uh, but yeah, 3-1 uh, keeps us four points clear at uh, of second. Seven points clear now of, of Feyenoord in third because um, Colton actually beat Locker. And I was kind of hoping for a draw. But yeah, Percy will be, I think, annoyed with that defeat. Um, so I'm seven points clear in the promotion places, which again, when you're in four divisions, three, four, two, it's just about getting promoted really and then see where you are. Um, but yeah, happy. Mains did draw. So if I had maybe so play, concentrated yeah. last week, do you know what I mean? If I, if I concentrated and not fell, <laughs> fell asleep on my sofa and actually sent my actually turn. Send you, send your turn. Yeah, do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, fuck. But it's good to see that he's dropped points because like, he can be caught. He's only seven points clear of me. So I'm kind of lost in the middle here. I'm like seven points clear of fourth. I'm seven points behind Dave. Just got to keep doing my thing in it. And I'll take second. Do you know what I mean? And to touch on something, I think we've forgotten the last podcast, Daryl. Um, but from your league last week was uh, obviously the big one, the uh, the uh, Steve and Lou Derby. Oh, yeah, we didn't. We didn't. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I, I was quite surprised by that. She, Steve, Steve in, finally got the win. Yeah, and she's in free fall. She lost to Vienna as well, who haven't won in like four or five. Like, yeah, she's uh, she's in free fall. She's only won like one out of the last five. She's lost three. She's um, nine points off a third. You know, I thought she was going to be right up there, but something's going on there that's not great. She's only a point out of relegation. Yeah? That's how tight yeah, but- the, the league is. There's only... Yeah, 10 yeah, yeah. points separate third and relegation zones, you know? And Steve in good form, isn't it? So, Yeah, Steve seems to have found his rhythm and he'll be pleased that he's got a little bit of breathing space with a, a gap, you know, between him and Feyenoord. I've got a tough one, Groningen next week. They're tough because they, they, yeah. they shut up shop, man. He's only scored 16, but he's only conceded 13. Like he just, you know, mm. he's the shit house of our league, but he does it very has, he does has, it very the, has the bus working well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, he has it working well. Like, as you say, he has it working well. His ratings are good. He's got, you know, defender in the best performers. His keeper's in the best performers. So, you know, it works for him. And if that's how they play, that's how they play. It's up to us to go and beat it. it? Yeah, very much Which so. Which leads us very into how so. did you do, Tell? <laughs> Speaking of figuring out yeah, a way to beat the bus. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um well i thought yeah i'll start off um obviously the league i lost one nil to martin no absolutely no issues there yeah um very unlucky i think we both try again it's the same thing every time we, we just I, like you saying daryl we both overthink it far too much mm. um and it was a just it was almost a stalemate he got a deflected free kick and won uh i i wouldn't begrudge him he's he's a great manager um and he needed yeah, that. So he lost a couple of games. It, yeah, it? he so. he did, and but so did we. We needed that mm. to sort of. I mean, we could have really put the pressure on the, the top three with with a win today. But uh, again, you know, when you lose, to, like, he, 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 even like last week, and you know, I've lost a couple of games. To, I think to 
uh, Real Madrid as well. You know, that you know, like you like your league, uh, and probably like everyone else's league. Who, you know, who, whoever's listening, you know, all the leagues are really tough, and and any win you get's a a, a big bonus. But uh, yeah, Champions League, um, big <laughs> turnaround from last week. We uh, knocked the old back doors off of Jay and beat beat Benfica three nil at good, home good time in do. the Champions League. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, yeah, I completely changed from how I, was, I, I played last week. I, I kind of went into last week thinking, because we always draw, me and Jay usually always draw, uh, and I thought I could rest players going into the big week, which was this week, um, and then come into this week with my full squad. Uh, and I didn't give enough respect to Jay's side. I should I should have played a, a stronger side, and I should have given more due diligence. This week I did. I really had a good think of what I thought he was going to play, and I set up accordingly. To to completely counter everything I thought he would try and yeah just worked perfectly worked absolutely beautifully couldn't I couldn't have got it any better I don't think it was probably one of uh, the the better wins I've had in the game where yeah it's just I think sometimes you get lucky don't you where you nail absolutely nail the tactics mm. and yeah we did exactly that so yeah yeah good good result um no no major rises or anything that uh, is quite quite weak I normally have a few but hmm. I didn't really. Yeah, the only one I really had was uh, was Gilmore, but that was more he uh, he was injured and his stamina dropped, but it's gone back up, so that's a bonus that it did that it did go up. Um, yeah, my only uh, one was the anchor man that I bought out of similar panic because of Mm -hmm. not getting Sicarella, which me and Andy will talk. (laughs) It was like I knew that I knew that I knew that he was uh, he was he'd accepted another offer, so I, I brought this guy in because I thought my Sicarella days are over. But Andy at least seems a bit more approachable than some, to be fair. Um, but yeah, he went up actually to like 102 now. Um, so maybe maybe <coughs> I don't need to panic. But yeah, that's the only uh, one here, well, here, here is a sickener for you though, Daryl, an absolute sickener for you. So I loaned a target man called Mandrenko. I loaned him from uh, your your good pal, Mister Lang, and, uh, and and he scored an overhead kick in, in the game today. <laughs> so it was like, I had to message him straight after and say thank you very much for loaning me him. <laughs> He's doing a good job. I only brought him in because I wanted to see if uh, I was trying it in my reserve to see if it's it was viable playing a target man between two wide forwards, and yeah, it worked out well and. Um, yeah, now I've brought in another guy called uh, Cabrera, who's hopefully going to do that on a more permanent. So when I, yeah, I've got the option where he, this target man called Cabrera, he's a centre forward and target man, but he's also equally as good as a right forward because he's got nine speed. So yeah, he's he's a beast. So he, he'll give me good options as backup for Camacho and as a target man centre forward if I ever fancy going four three three or four five one. Yeah, if I want that focal point. Um, yeah, it's it's nice to have the options to change the the tactics and formations up. Yeah, it's why what I did this week. Um, make sure mm. I see if I could play through the middle. So you know, with my best right mid out, and now this one, I wanted to make sure like, can I actually, you know, handle a tactic that focuses maybe a bit more through the middle? And now, if anyone's scouting me, it gives me options. You know, like, is he going to play wide? Is he going to come through the middle? You know, is he going to lump balls into the box? Because I didn't have like. Too much aerial bombardment. The focus wasn't so much on the target man this time, or on the people around him. You know. Yeah, and and that's the nice thing as well. Like having this new forward now. Uh, obviously, he can do run at defence and create space like most wide forwards. He can defend from front like most forwards. 
but he now have also got the chance to use aerial bombardment. You know what I mean? So yeah, I yeah, the, op- the options. I use, sorry, I, I, I use that this week for the first time in God knows how long, and uh, mm-hmm. he got he got both goals. And I must admit, yeah, I've not read the, I've not even read the match report yet, so I couldn't tell you if they were two headers. But he's yeah. got he's got ten movement, ten shooting, and ten heading, so it opens up Ooh. all three attacking tactics. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Um, but yeah, you've you've got to use them the right way, though, haven't you? Yeah. I mean, like like today, it wouldn't have paid me to use. Uh, um, like against Martin to use attack uh, attack on Earth, uh, not attack on break. Sorry, aerial bombardment against him because his, his guys have all got really high heading, so just wasn't an option. You know, it just wasn't. You know, so you have to pick and choose your fights, don't you? Yeah, of course you do. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's. Uh, we're going to jump into it today, and um, I think one of the things uh, we're going to sort of jump straight into is the uh, league roundups. Uh, so if you guys have got them there, yeah. Bye. Um, yeah, f- thanks to Nate for sticking it up on the on the stats thing for all the leagues. Um, we're going to focus mainly on the East divisions this week, with a uh, emphasis on Division Four, which I thought would be uh, kind of cool. Have have a look at how how they're doing down there. Your your favourite neck of the woods, Daryl? Yeah, yeah. The divisions um, that just get lost in, it. in the in the East. Yeah, the lower lower league <laughs> East is quite my level. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, you you do you do like sort of like looking into sort of, sort of the more yeah you 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 seem to have more of a knowledge. Usually when I'm talking to you, you, you talk you you mention these teams to me. I have no fucking idea who half of them are. It's like I know I know some, but yeah, I know some. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Well, yeah. So we're going to look at the East Division Four, and I think you know no better place to start off with um, is the league leaders, um, Neil Sutherland's Voskler. Um, yeah, they're currently lead by three points from Bucharest with uh, Torpedo, another two adrift of them. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, it's another league where it's stacked full of good managers. You know, Adam Young, Scott Harvey, uh, Steptoe, Gibb, lots and lots of good managers. Nice yeah. to see a full league as well in Division 4, Season 3. Yeah, it is. It's, it's crazy, isn't it? Getting disillusioned with not getting promotion and still sticking it out, which yeah, is it's yeah, good yeah. to see. Exactly, because like yeah. Neil Sullivan's a really good manager. I'm surprised it's actually he's not been promoted. Yeah, I am actually quite surprised by that. I will admit. I I, I am and I'm not. I'm not surprised sometimes where like some guys don't come up because sometimes you just get a bad run or you get injuries and stuff like that. And no matter how good you are, there's always something that could stop you. And, and these, like we said, the leagues leagues are stacked with good managers. Mm. But yeah, he's, he's got a hell of a, he's got a hell of a centre midfielder there. Yeah. 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 I mean, like we're just looking at it now, and uh, and obviously I'll post these teams up. Already. But um, Those two just to say quickly, he he leads the league with 11, 11 wins, five draws, one defeat, thirty five goals scored, twelve conceded. So, like you guys are saying there, I mean, not only is his midfield and attack good, but obviously his defense is doing a very good job in that league. Defense is really good. Like his wing backs are solid, his keeper is solid, a good strike force. He's got he's, he's a really well rounded team, you know. Yeah. Anyone stick out there for you? Torpedo. Torpedo were a good team. I played them in the Cup. Um, And obviously, it's surprising to see the lad, I can't pronounce him, second bottom. Is it? (laughs) Right, let's try. Does it to me? (laughs) Fucking hell. (laughs) Asaksa here. I'm going for that one. He's got. He's, he, he, I think he puts a lot of effort into the game because he's always putting players up for swap. And like you say, sometimes you just get on a bad run and you can't get out of it. 
and yeah. it's when you think you've got the game sussed and you're going on a good run, and all of a sudden three or four defeats and you're straight back down there. Mm. Um, he's got a good side. Um, they all have, you know, like, if you look... hundred away across the board, decent yeah. keeper. Yeah, maybe it's just uh, one of those things. You know, next season, different run of results, he could be straight up there. Yeah, yeah, quite possibly. I think quite the essays have helped Neil's team here. I think he's obviously put some focus on that. I think the essays, yeah. especially on his strike force. I mean, that is a dirty strike force anyway. Then with them, yeah. I mean, was it Mina here, who's one hundred and four thirty nine right forward, and uh, Tugarev, who's uh, one hundred and four thirty eight uh, wide forward with uh, flair and resilience. Wow, uh, very, very good, very yeah. good. Um, exactly, one's essays. high aggression. Yeah, one's ten control, yeah, one's yeah. ten speed. Both can shoot. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's the per- got it all. perfect one-two punch in it. Those two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I imagine both guys are part. And then, yeah, of course, I would assume. Can't see the reserves there, obviously, but if either of them got injured, we might struggle. Yeah, that would be a concern. Uh, especially that's a good that's especially a good Tukarev, because what's he got next? It would be the guy oh, he's got that Paulito, who's in midfield, that can play up front, would probably be the next choice to replace him. But... Well, I think he'd be more worried about Mina, wouldn't he? Because I'd imagine with Tukarev, he's got resilience, so that's probably going to keep him fit for... Well, the entire yeah. of the game, really. I, I've yet to. I mean, that's a that's a point. Have you any of you guys seen any players with resilience still get injured? I, I I've got a couple with resilience, but they've been relatively injury free. I've not had one in the whole game. No, I've not had one. No, oh, okay. I haven't used resilience at all. Oh, that, that's that debate shout on. Yeah, <laughs> pissed on your strawberries a bit there, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. I did start. I did start the game with Daniel Sturridge. Um, oh, he injury. Yeah. Lasted one game before he got injured. Oh God. Flogged him on for about twelve million, I think. Uh, you have to, don't you? I'd yeah. get shot of those sort of players. Let's get rid. Not nice to see as well, though. I mean, like most of these players at Vosclar are sort of what you, I mean, not players you'd know probably in real life. But I mean, there there is one that sort of sticks out to me, and he looks brilliant in this game. Is um, Nacho? Fucking I mean, more, more more known as a fullback, isn't he in real life? But I think, but um. He's one of those perfect utility players that can play yeah, anywhere. Right, across can, the yeah, back. he can play across. Yeah, he can play everywhere across the back. But he's at 102, 40 PV as a centre back. Oh, to be honest, absolutely incredible. On that, he's probably one of those players that has suffered from being so versatile. He's not been able to nail down one position. So he's always in real life. Yeah, that covers the superstar. If you know what I mean. That's right. Yeah. Um, never really nailed the position of his own. Is there anything there you see like yeah that could I mean that could be improved on. I mean, I think we have to sort of say, I think his depth, like if depth, you look, so yeah. you got that, he's got Saul out and Angela, Angela out. Who's his center back? He's got one. He's got Nacho. Like there isn't another one really. Now that he's suspended and injured, it really highlights what's his choice there. Now, he hasn't got one. Unless he manages the reserves, maybe. Yeah. He's got yeah there, maybe he's got something good in there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, maybe he's got something good in there. Depth, depth would probably be my only thing, you know? The midfield's yeah. awesome, but like you say again, maybe that lack of depth. The three top midfielders are brilliant, especially that top guy Quinn. He's awesome. Yeah, yeah. And, and the thing Thirty-nine, one hundred five with Com. If you're only almost issue, almost the perfect centre midfielder, isn't he? Exactly. If you yeah. only only issue seventeen games into season three when your top is a bit of depth, that's quite easily fixed on off the transfer list. Oh yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. That, that's that's a wonderful scout, position to be in, and it changes. Do you know what I mean? There's a couple in my scouts that. Perfect backups. Do you know what I mean? Like perfect will slot straight in there, like get some reserve time. 
So yeah, like if that's his only issue, then it's not really an issue, is it? It can be easily. It's, a, it's a good one to have, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd be all right with that. But yeah, I would say depth would probably be what Neil's looking at. He'll be keeping an eye on people cashing in for points and stuff for a little bit of depth. If I was him, there seems to have been a lot of centre midfielders found scouting in this game, but it's just not by me. Scouting has been <laughs> scouting's been terrible for me oh this game. God, I, I, oh, same as mate. Same scouting as for me has been probably the best that I've had. And centre midfielders, I probably oh, I probably dreadful. found one every week that I could buy, you know. Um, from the very yeah. first one, I got like Nosserino at the start, which was like thirty-seven PV, and he was perfect yeah. until I found something else. And then I had Goivan, who's gone to Mainz now, and yeah, I've, I've had I found loads out of my scouting and cheap, cheap. Yeah, see, season one was good for me, but the rest of it's been pretty dire. But yeah, I, I've done. This I've week. done quite, pretty well from finding a couple of decent ones who I've been able to get really cheap and then sell them for cash to the rest of the world. So got got all right from there. So 37.96 right mm. here in my, my my scouts, just literally scrolling straight down. Strength is a little low, nice. but you know, that's centre mid. Like I honestly, I think I find yeah, yeah, a yeah. centre mid every week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think everyone does. Um, I think as well, I found as well. You, you find a lot of them are. Player. A lot of them are. And they're like 30 million quid, and you think you're fucking joking me. Yeah, yeah. Some of the prices on the scouts have been a little bit like, hold on a minute. <laughs> We're not paying that. Like, he's decent. No chance. But he's a backup. <laughs> I'm not giving you that. <laughs> uh, we'll move on now. I mean, we'll go to uh, a team who were sort of in the top three uh, last week, slipped down with uh, with a draw this week, which is uh, Robert Gibbs uh, Balupo. Uh, they drew two all with Partizan Belgrade uh, this week. Um, Looking at that team again, Daryl. I mean, we sort of said this last week. Some of these teams are are just as good as some of the higher level teams, oh, higher league teams. As team is disgusting. It's absolutely incredible side. Again, Radchenko, some player. Yeah, Radchen Radchenko, a twenty five year old, one oh six, thirty nine PV uh, centre back and, and with also, determination and reliability. You'd, you'd quite happily slot him in at right back in an emergency without even. Batting yeah. an Do you know what I mean? He's a yeah. 38, 38 PV. Yeah. You know, you could even get away with playing him at sweeper with that judgment and passing. Do you know what I mean? Like, okay, the control might not yeah. be best, but you get away with it. Do you know what I mean? Like, just gives him options. What a player. You know? And to be honest, if he had the money, he'd be worth probably up into a 10 speed. Easy. That would definitely, someone like him, even still, only 25, easy investment. If I had the points for that, you do that. Almost got the perfect defender that you'll never have. Especially to now with the with the well spoken about longevity in the game. Because <laughs> you could get probably if the game lasts that long, you're looking at another seven, eight seasons out of minimum, him. Minimum, minimum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah depend, depend how long it goes. It, yeah, long term uh, recruitment plan. But yeah, and, if, and if you had the points definitely on that one. And these keepers going to be tasty too. I like nine. I, do you know what? I was just literally going to touch on that because there's so many guys who have been really struggling to bring in that one goalkeeper. And I think he's pretty good. This uh, Slulik, 22 mm. year old, uh, 101, 30, 35. Yeah. PV with presence and sweeper keeper. I, I, I can imagine this is a guy with probably got potential on him. Um, yeah, 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 look, looks solid yeah, across the board, and and obviously one you would like, Daryl, nine speed. Yeah, love a nine speed. Get that movement up, and it's perfect. Yeah, perfect sweeper <laughs> keeper. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. A anyone else in this team stand out for you? I mean, I, for me, I I really like the. Um, I think it looks like a centre midfielder to me, Butrovic, right at the top here. 
again we'll, we'll share these sheets uh, on the discord so everyone can see this um uh you know but the, this guy's a 103.38 centre midfielder and he's got all the good stats. You know, seven, I mean, his, his lowest one's a seven speed, seven vision. You can still get away with any tactic with that. But everything else is eights, nines, tens, ten stars, ten star um, stamina, ten for tackling and team of reliability. He's a beast. The one thing I would say about the midfield, personally, I like high movement across the midfield. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. He's got a couple of eights and a couple of nines, but there's like a six and a seven and a four. So I'd maybe look at Doing some five side training, trying to get that movement up a bit. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I wonder if it's if it, this is uh, if Roberts sort of got a game plan that he likes, maybe like play to wings, pressure play. Because if it, if that's his sort of style, I mean, you look at the stamina, it's it's good enough for for it. The aggression's good enough. The strength's good enough. The movement yeah. in his midfield stands out though. But... A little bit, yeah, yeah. It, it's something I, I like personally. I, I love uh, high movement in my players, and yes, most same. of mine are very high. Like but I, I think, it, I think it, the minimum, the lowest yeah. is eight. It's just it's midfield, isn't it? Again, maybe it's like an OCD thing, but like Andy said, like, there's just certain other stats in there that you just feel fit for you, you know? But for me, like, again, if you're looking, I would try, be trying to train up all that movement in his midfield. Cracking strike yeah, force. Yeah. Oh, I, I was going to say, yeah, another another team with a fantastic tri- strike force. Polito and uh, Bozovic there. Um, yeah, you know, 103.39 PV and 102.38 PV, respectively. 10 speed uh, with flair. Uh, yeah, 10, 10 speed with flair and gamesmanship. It's a bit of a... Bit I, love, of... I love gamesmanship. Like, yeah, yeah. I have it on my target man because I play one up front. And the amount of free kicks that my free roll has scored, thanks to that, been immense. So, day my target, my free roll's got nine goals. I would say seven of them are free kicks, thanks to putting gamesmanship on wow. Armstrong up top. Wow! And he doesn't even have That's free kicks. Good. He doesn't even have free kicks. Sa, but he bangs them in after Armstrong being fouled. Like putting, I, I just when I read it, gamesmanship on a one-up top guy with a free roll just seemed to make sense on the way that you know I don't put my target man up there to be the main score. It's never been the way I set up, which is where the confidence thing yeah. annoyed me um, because he plays well and he does everything that I want him to. Like I put gamesmanship on him because I want him to get kicked. And then we put the free kick in, but yeah, I'd say seven of his nine have been free kicks since I signed him from Dave. Very cool. Very yeah, cool. I think free kicks just quickly. I think the free kicks essay is the biggest waste of three points out there. Yeah. Pointless. Is it? Yeah. I, I've never I've never added it to players. I've but I, if I if I've got one who's got it on uh and, and, and I see a couple of goals, I, I tend to leave that alone. I wouldn't add a second. I, I kinda like Brozovic for me has got one and he does score quite a few free kicks. Probably at least like seven or eight since I've had him. So that that's something that it, I, unless I had like a ridiculous amount of points at some point, then I'd maybe probably add leadership or something to him. But yeah, at that the meantime it's he's he's just incredible. So, um, the, free, yeah, we'll move. The, the free roll I had before day, I put free kicks yeah. on because I wanted to obviously that partnership. And when I brought in day, who doesn't have free kicks, day has scored more free kicks than the guy I had before him. <laughs> there you go. Maybe uh, some guys are just naturally better with free kicks. Yeah, maybe. But gamesmanship maybe, maybe on a striker just, is is yeah. is smart for me. Is definitely smart. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can go with that. I can go. Or maybe like you said, like a free roll inside forward, something like that. Someone who's going to be running out of defence. Yeah, that could yeah, be yeah. could be interesting. Uh, moving on, I mean, um, you know, we've, we've been trying to do a sort of like top team, a team pushing for 
promotion, a middle of the table, and a sort of maybe someone a bit struggling. Um, the team I, I was going to look get get us to look at for the mid table are actually pushing up again. They had a good one nil win against Stour, uh this week, and that's Nick Tep- Steptoe's uh, Pogan side. And again, absolutely incredible side. I mean, wow, that midfield is absolutely tens, awesome. tens. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's like going into a yeah, a fucking uh, Swedish Swedish bikini house, isn't it? It's tens look, all look over the shop. Um, look at Delaney there. Look at the amount of tens. Yeah, <laughs> it's incredible. Just a five vision, a bit lets him uh, down, but yeah, Thomas Delaney. But I mean, yeah, he's an anchor man in real life, so uh, you know, and maybe you probably like that judgment. He's got eight judgments, so he's, yeah, at best he's going to be a thirty-eight PV, and unless that goes up at some point, and obviously the five vision. But I mean, if you if you stick to like pre- pressure play, play to oh, yeah. wings, he's just naughty, isn't he? Hundred and one forty PV with experience. That is... Well, you know for certain with that. Oh, sorry, thirty-eight. Fail. Doesn't play keep possession. You've got low low vision across. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely ain't worried about keeping the ball. 39 free roll, 38 playmaker, 105 GSI. What a player. Yeah, do you know what? That is someone I would take in my team in a heartbeat. Carrasco. Yeah, you could work, you could train that heading up, couldn't you? That can go up pretty quick. Yeah, yeah, heading would go up. Good aggression, good judgment, good vision. Yeah. Nine speed. 30, 39, 105-39 with GSI free roll. Very, very nice. And obviously, you know, that'd be sort of like the perfect player as well, I'd imagine, for you, Daryl, with uh, sort of like his ability to play free roll, play playmaker, play uh, wide midfield. Mm. Bit of a bit of a... But jack of well, all you lads. would say... I was thinking jack of all trades, yeah, but he's actually better than that, isn't he? He's yeah, really yeah. good in every position. Yeah. You got you got Tom Ince there. I had Tom Ince for a bit. Oh, yeah. Was he um, good to you? I got. I sold him on pretty quick. His vision's gone down to five. It's from four. I've never seen vision go down. I'm sure he was a five vision when I had him. I'd have to relook at that. But I'm sure he was a nine speed. He got poked in the eye. Fucking hell. I flogged him on pretty quick for cash. Um, yeah, yeah. It's one of them. Isn't it? People, people will sign because part because he's a name. They don't look too much too much at stats sometimes when it's you know what I mean. Like sometimes it's easier to sell. A name yeah. that's got lower stats in some areas where people would normally say no. Do you know what I mean? But if you look at him, yeah. look at him. But you clearly do well, yeah. Right midfield, left midfield, centre mid. He's he can even, even, he can play, even anchor. play anchor. Yeah. Look, that is a perfect substitute. You can play centre mid to what? Yeah. 38, 37 anchor man, 36 on the wings, 37 free roll. You stick him on your bench and you've got all your positions covered. He's both footed too. To keep him, to keep him happy, oh. uh, you could probably get him to mentor somebody and they keep his confidence high, mm. maybe. Mm-hmm. Mentor, you know who would be play some friendlies. A, a, a really good mentor you could use there, and 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 I think it's wicked. Uh, unless he's in the first team, but I'd, I'd imagine he's he's probably maybe on the fringes. Is a, a an excellent player in, that he's got in uh, Mark Noble. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean yeah. that's that's the sort of player you want to be able to bring in. If you know, if he's not in your starting lineup, perfect to bring off the bench. Perfect to bring in when when as and when needed. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. For me, that's like he's got low stamina because of his age. But I mean, you look at Cristiano Ronaldo. For me, he'd have ten star stamina. Yeah, um, yeah. I think they get they get penalised. I think in this game, particularly, the older you get, I know theoretically that makes sense. But you look at these footballers today, the way they look after themselves. You know, Mark Noble, thirty-four. Now, I bet he's fit, I bet he's as fit as anybody at West Ham. He is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still, you watch West Ham. Like I watched the European game. You know, the way they eat and the way they look after themselves now. So I think he could probably have another couple of points on there and then he'd be a 38 PV. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
yeah, fantastic side. Yeah. Oh, Tammy Abraham up front's tasty, isn't it? Yeah, it's not bad at all, is he? Jesus Christ. Okay, now, see, strike force there, look at that. All three of them. You know what I mean? Like, you could bring them, any one yeah. of them you could play. Uh, again, for like, oh, you know, um, obviously we stick, the, we stick these squads up. But, oh my gosh. Yeah, 40, he's got he's got Petrov, uh, who's a 40 PV, 101 GSI and Pro, oh, and Tammy God. Abraham, who's a 102, 38 centre forward. Goodness me. Uh, with GSI, I mean, that is a, a filthy, filthy lineup. He, he's got quality yeah. across. It's and it, I, I mean, the only thing I, I would say, in, I don't know. Actually. Good to see Steptoe managing again. I haven't spoken to him yeah, because yeah. he was in 108 with us, weren't he? The... He was, yeah. I, I think the only thing I, I, I would sort of say, I, yeah, I agree on the vision side. Maybe some pace at the back um, could do with that. But I mean, if he if he's setting up, if he's comfortable playing, you know, maybe like a sweeper system to cut to cover the lack of pace. I mean, yeah, you fair play. That. He's only lost twice this season. Yeah, yeah. You know? Shows what I know anyway. <laughs> but no, that, that, that's always been like the discussion for me with pace. You can still set your team up quite well. Hey, yes. yeah, exactly. Yes, that's that's why I, I had the caveat. Twice. And yeah. you've seen the guys yeah. that we've 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 looked at already, like the two teams 100%. before. Do you know what I mean? 100%. Like, yeah, it's you a strong side. Them really to get strong caned. Side. But yeah, again, if we're splitting hairs, you are right. Like, you probably want to see a few more, at least eights or nines rather than seven yeah, and eights. Just a, couple, you know? just a couple so you can change it up. Yeah. 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 Uh, and, and finally, we're going to finish on. Um, He's tackling, uh, though. Only one, one defender isn't 10. Yeah. Of all his defenders in tackling, <laughs> I've just noticed that every single one is ten tackling. If that man doesn't go in hard, I swear to God. <laughs> and we're going to move on to the final one now, which is uh, the struggling uh, Istanbul Besiktas, uh, managed by Stephen Hart. Uh, another another bad bad week for him this week. He's now on um, four losses in the last five games. Um, but it's it's an, it's another one of those where teams not terrible. No, like on paper, it's it's a good good team. Uh, I team, yeah. For me, maybe, maybe it's like this, a tactical thing, no, but he's I built a good team. Very obvious that the focus has not been on untrainables. You look at the untrainables average across his squad. There's a lot better. It's not a bad team, but there's too many for me. Lacking in untrainables. Like his top defender, six nine five. You know, his top midfielder is just yeah, eight, yeah. eight, eight, double eights. You know, like you get away with some, you get away with some, but you can't get away with all. And there's very, you know, does he have a nine 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 in that team? I don't think he does. Yeah, you know? I, th I think and if, I think you, if you're the sort of manager, a couple, you know. If you, if you, I mean, like, and I, I'm, I would never profess to be in one of them, but I think if you're a manager who's yeah, there's a, some of them in this game, isn't there, who are really tactically proficient. I think you can make that work. But yeah, I agree. You you need you need a good good balance yeah. across the board. You can get away with some. Like I I never look at speed in an anchor man because I don't I don't see it and I don't use him. I I use him to sit back. He's played like a halfback. It's basically an extra centre back. So it's never really been a big deal, sort of thing. You know, so I don't know, but yeah, this just seems not. There's not any in there where it's, a, you know, the best one's probably the top midfielder, Batical, which is eight eight nine, and that's the best. Yeah, that for me would probably be an issue, you know, because he can't train those. He can't do anything. 
with those. That's what you stuck mm. with. That's their core, you know? Mm. That for yeah. me would be where he should maybe address to get better. But there's nothing wrong with that team. You can still make that work. It's still a very good team, you know? I just think it highlights where other teams are going to have better untradeables. Than very true. Yeah. Any thoughts yourself, uh, Andy? Yeah, I'm just having a quick look now. You see there, you've got the six speed and the top two defenders. Mm. You go into the midfield, six, eight, eight, seven. He's got, he's got a fast strike force. Yeah, um, very, very good strike force. Yeah, but you know, like you say, you've got, you know, stage <clears throat> season three. You look at the OAs, are just maybe a touch low. Um, you'd probably yeah. be hoping for good rises season four and kick on. But the thing with that is everybody gets equally good rises. So it's all about getting the rises in the right positions, I think. A um, uh, couple of judgment rises in defence. Yep. Definitely struggling in defence there. You know, look at the low judgment. And the age. They're, they're getting on a bit. Yeah. Are we going to see... Big, yeah, is he, yeah. he going to see big rises in that? Like, yeah, it needs a bit of work. Hopefully he's got some youthful reserves coming up that will maybe replace some of them older ones, you know. He's quickest defender's thirty three, you know. So I don't know. That's an agent of him, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like if you if you look at like the the highest OA PV players, they're all sort of like most of them are sort of twenty seven upwards. Um, yep. might, might you could could do with maybe getting a few younger players in there and maybe, maybe trade trade defense. some of the older big names. Get away with that defense for another season in terms of age. Maybe mm-hmm. if he sticks longevity on that Javan. Uh, you look down in the midfield, that's what I'd worry, to be honest. Mm. 31, 32, 32. Might need to wear... Uh, and that, that Sané is only on loan. Uh, so he's going to maybe spend a few points on some potential or try and get some essays in that midfield, maybe. A bit of pro. Uh, I'm a big fan of that the pro essay. Yeah, I love it. On, uh, yeah. I, put, I put it on keepers. To be honest, okay. I think if Engine's out another game, I'd honestly consider making pro six points. Yeah, I think it's that effective. Yeah, because it doesn't drop. It keeps them motivated permanently, so it then enables a player who's not getting as many games. He won't drop. Um, well, because I've obviously I've got Alaves as well. When I started off with them, I said I was going to do no potential whatsoever, but I just stuck pro on a shitload of players, and um, the motivation's always high. The rises Ooh. are good. The training's good. Um, so I definitely think going forward that that's going to be a six-point essay very soon. Sorry, I put a donut in my mouth while he was talking. <laughs> now, <I've>... <laughs> <laughs> now you've been caught out. I've been caught out. Yeah, it is an interesting one. I I, I was having um, a little uh, back and forth email with Ben a while back, um, and he sort of incidentally sort of uh, sort of mentioned and it might be something worth bringing out in the, in the podcast the most uh, use, useful or sorry the most bought essays in the game what do you think is the most bought SA in Determin- the game determination determination yeah 596 mm. yeah lowest so, is gentleman with 13 I'd never waste my points on that yeah See, I see. I, 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 I did because I, my two gold karma players, who are both brilliant players, both in my first team now, uh, did get sent sending offs, and I put gentleman on them. Never had a problem since. And in fact, uh, I think in one of my games, he uh, it was against Levante against Ross. Um, my centre back stamped on one of their players, and it says he, you know, the referee let him get away with it, sort of thing. So I think there is a 
there is a small niche market for it. I, I, I would suggest sort of like I'd only put it on 10 or 10 star aggression players. Yeah. If they're getting, I think it's similar to injury. And if you've got a player with injury essay and they're not actually getting injured, why waste taking it off? Why waste five points? Exactly. You know, if, if it's a, like a little niggle here and there, like maybe one week in, in five that they're out, but you, you've got the backup, I wouldn't worry about it personally. I'm, I'm quite happy with rotating once once a week sort of thing. You know, it wouldn't bother me. Just just touching back on this side quickly, this, mm, yeah, definitely. how do we say it? Besak Shahir, is that it? Istanbul. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm no expert. I, I yeah, don't know any kind of expert. But looking at this squad, um, it's interesting to know if anybody had it before him, what they did with all the points. Because there's no SAs virtually anywhere. Points in there. Yeah. Do you know what, now so that somebody we must stare have... at this team, his league position isn't a shock with how good the game is. That's nothing against him. No, not at all. There there's are, no SAs. There are, there are better teams, you know? I think that team could be made a lot better with just with a few SAs sprinkled around there. A bit of determination at the back. Yeah. Maybe yeah. some flair in midfield on the wings. That could be that could be sorted with a with a shitload of points. Mm. Yeah. Because he's got and two again, 10 yeah. speed strikers there, so he's got you know, he's got a decent strike yeah. force to work with. Yeah, exactly. You wouldn't I mean, need to worry. Although one of them's on loan, so yeah, he, he might yeah. need to address that at some yeah, point. You you would hope from his point maybe Diaz steps up end of season. You know, yeah, yeah. He's only twenty-four too. Um, you know, ten speed. You can if you get that control up. Uh, Figueredo, Frig, what's his name? Figueredo. You got maybe Go something on, there. there. Do you know what I mean? So Dave Hammond's back to it. Yeah, yeah. Don't mean fuck. Dave Hammond's <laughs> loving this right now. Yeah, he is. <laughs> but yeah, but I think yeah, I think you're absolutely spot on. I think you're absolutely spot. On. He's got he's still got some decent players. I, I, I quite like. Although he's getting on a bit, I think if you add longevity to him, I think uh, Pastor Javier Pastore, he, he he'll do well for a while. And you know, um, if you are adding longevity to him, I, I wouldn't be opposed to maybe using an SA to to get a bit more out of that sort of playmaker free role. You know, because yes. I always find that quite an important role in the team because I, I play wide forwards and uh, and wing back formations, and I quite often use a free role or maybe drop the free role and play a playmaker. Playmaker is usually the most important to me, but if I do use a free role, I do like them to have sort of quite, quite good uh, essays to get the best out of them. Mm. Essays well, I think definitely. Mm. Well, let's have a quick uh, up of the other Eastern leagues uh, before we move on. Um, uh, we'll go to the premiership, obviously uh, your league, Andy. I mean, you could sort of, uh, Give us, give us your opinion on what what you think here, more more so than what we could probably chime in with. But I mean, obviously, Zenit proving very difficult to beat. Do you, do you feel that you can pull that or that gap? Or you, I'd be yeah. very very surprised. Now, I mean, he's got to play Danima Moscow. He's got to play Spartak, I think. But so have I. We've all got to play yeah. each other. So there's going to be points dropped. And I think with eight games left, nine games left, a four point gap. Especially after spewing it last season, I just can't see him spewing it now. Yeah, it's sad because I thought this was my best chance of winning it this season. Because if you look at the league below, Art Media, they are going to be serious, serious contenders next season. So yeah, you chuck them in the mix with myself, Dynamo Moscow. Mickey looks like he's turned the corner because I've noticed he's changed his tactics around now. Obviously, Zenit, and then you've got if Maxi can do something at Krakow. Dynamo Minsk, Mikey Duncan at Metalurg, they're on a tear. Um, mm-hmm. Benabachi, you know, it's, it's a really, really good league. 
and the squad yeah, team. Um, and what what about at the other end? I mean, be interesting yeah, your opinion here. Um, obviously, you've just beaten Ruben Kazan this week. Do you feel he can avoid the drop? I mean, Lee Howe with uh, Kluger struggling a bit. Do, do you think, think he can nip in? I think no disrespect to the two lads at the bottom, but I think they've gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, and I think it's probably, well, you look at Maxi's only six points above Ruben Kazan. Uh, so I think anywhere up to there, probably. Uh, I think mm-hmm. Maxi's probably safe, just about. Fenerbahce, probably just got enough in the tank. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he think... needs to change his form quick, though, Fenerbahce, because he could get sucked yeah. into that quite quick. You would look from well, Shaq 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 playing me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he would, he'll would. he have one eye, but from Shakhtar down, between Shakhtar, Cluj and Kazan, I would be nervous. The thing is, though, um, like last season, like when Zenit spewed it, they got beat 4-0 by Krasnodar. Um, and it was a full Trent team. There was no injuries or anything like that, I don't think. So, at this stage of the season, there seems to be some strange results. So, you know, that can still happen. Um, mm-hmm. So, I don't think it's just over just yet, but my money's on Kenny winning the league. And I probably... I wouldn't like to say uh, which one. Clue, uh, Shakhtar, Kazan. Any one of them three, I wouldn't like to put my money on any of them. Fair play, mate. Fair I play. like them all. Uh, I chat with Lee quite a bit. He used to on WhatsApp. Puts a lot of effort in. I'd quite like him to stay up. Um, Luke, nothing against him apart from the fact he's a Liverpool supporter. So, <laughs> fuck him, we can go down. <laughs> and I've just been flashed up quickly that QPR have just took the lead against Everton. So, yeah, great. <laughs> going well. Charlie Austin, love him. Always said what a great player he is. <laughs> But it's a good league. I'm enjoying it. I mean, last season I went top and then I, I lost three on the bounce. This season I've gone top. I've lost two, drew one. And then, you know, so it can happen. So I'm hoping that... Shows you the margin yeah. of error you've got, though, isn't well, it? You had one little blip and, you, and you've sort of fallen four behind. I did actually write um, in my results thread a few weeks ago, halfway stage, I was probably four points short than I wanted to be because I played Zenit at home. I'd played Dynamo Moscow at home and I'd played Krakow at home. So I knew I had to play them all away. So I, I would have liked another three or four points. And now mm. that's proved to be the case because I've dropped those three or four points and a few more and I'm now four points behind. Mm. So you've got to take advantage of winning your home games. You can't, Definitely. like you were talking about before, overthinking. Yeah. Sometimes you focus on the opposition's strengths when sometimes in this game, keep it simple. Play to what you're good at and let them beat you. Very much so, mate. Very much so. And uh, we'll move to uh, Eastern Division 2, and, uh, and I'll go to, to you this time, Daryl. Um, I mean, surely they're all locks, aren't they? The top three here, Art Media, well, Andy Hare's Art Media, Matty Upton's uh, Viterol, and Ian Robinson's Moscow. Well, they look you say that, short. But- I know, sure, I know Matt personally is, it. is shopping Vitero out. I don't think he's sent a turn in four mm. weeks. He's, I think he was trying to find a home for them. Um, I don't, um, I don't, he hasn't sent a turn in four weeks and they've only lost once. So <laughs> says says how good that team is, you know, on default. Um, but I know he is shopping them out. So that would give Percy some hope. But they are three very, very good teams that deserve to go up. I mean, Art Media are up. 17 out of 17. My God. I Incredible. Just... 26 and 0. Put money on it now. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wouldn't shock me. Wouldn't shock me. If Matt's not sending turns, I, I would say only CSKA are the ones that could possibly cause a surprise. But yeah. Maybe, maybe Percy with Orenberg. Maybe. Our media just too good. It's no, I, that I won't even so. come down to tactical. They're just such a good team. Like he has a disgustingly incredible good team. team. Yeah, 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 incredible team. I mean, he's, yeah, he's he's just got just quality all over the park, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. Dembele is just absolute animal. He's got Sa Sane and Prey in midfield. Some other dude called Rosario. Mm. Just absolute filth. I I wouldn't want to face them next season <laughs> at all because that team yeah definitely get better. You know? But I will say. Just quickly, that division next season, when those three lads come up and the three lads that come down from the top and the three lads that come up from the third, that's going to be a really competitive second division next year. It is. Because there's going to be a lot of equal teams. Very much mm. so. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Very, very competitive. You couldn't pick a winner for no. that league next season. Definitely not. Because when you look, like there's only, you know, from Orenberg down, very, very tight. You know, from Red Star all the way, all of them lot are going to be like pushed up. The three guys that are going to come up, the three guys that are going to come down, as you said, Luke takes it pretty yeah. serious, you know. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, so yeah, it'd be uh, it'd be interesting, but yeah, so Vitarol would probably be the only ones that Percy could catch. Um, but it depends if someone else takes them over. They've got a ready-made team. Do you know what I mean? They're, like mm. there isn't much work to do there. Um, so yeah, that would be Definitely. the only hope from Percy is that I know Matt is trying to ship them on. I think he's trying to give them up. Yeah, Big definitely. Take on for someone that Very the third good. team. If you are looking mm. for a team, reach out to Mr. Upton. I know he's he's happy to have the conversation. I think there's there's only like the nine turns left, but yeah, I know he's I know he's open to the conversation right now. Fair play, fair play. And um, before we jump to uh, you know the little spotlight on you, our little hour with with you, uh, Andy. I think we'll just quickly touch on Eastern Division Three. Uh, FK Ruda are top under Johnny Horswell. Then Eamon's Hennessy's Prolita second, and Glenn Rees, um, his Zabrize side is third. Um, but closely followed by some really good teams here Ural, Ben Bagshaw's Ural, and I mean, quality manager there. Yeah, he manages Real Madrid, doing a good job there, and uh, he, he'll be tough. Uh, and I think he'll be in with a shout as long as the season goes on. And I think you have to count in Nick Butland with, Buckland with uh, Rostov. Really good run at the moment, guys. Uh, yeah, I think it'll be the got... top two and, and Buckland and Rostov will go. I think Nick's Yeah, you think Rostov? Yeah, I think Nick's going to do it. Myself. Got Parsnan as well. Only a couple of points behind. Um... Needs to, needs to, he's had a bit of a bad run, though. I mean, well, he's starting to turn it around, but hopefully at least this week he's bounced back. But, um... but He's been on that bad run. He's only two points off. Mm, not he, bad, if, is it? Not if, bad becomes, position, if he comes out of that bad run and you're only two points away, you yeah, if that's, your, if that's your blip, isn't it? That's that's not yeah. a bad position to be in. No, you no. look at CSK Sofia, I mean, if they can get some consistency, it's win-loss, win-loss and a draw. If he can get three mm -hmm. wins, you can't count him out yet. As I, say, I think, I think a good, a good the shout for... Right now are the ones on form, yeah. really, you would say. Out of all of them. I think Zabrize as well, I mean, and, and I think that was a really good draw for Glenn. with a one-all draw against Prolita. Who are second uh, and and fly in there under and then Eamon Hennessy. Um, I think that's a, a really really good result for him. Uh, and if you think about it, if you got that, I mean, let's let's say if you, let's imagine he's he's already played FK Ruder who are top. That's like your two big games out of the way. They're done and dusted. And then you can sort of focus on potentially slightly weaker sides. Yeah, yeah. If he's managed to get points out of the top two, he'll feel a bit confident. 
You will definitely mm. fill it with confidence because to come out of it with a point, still in third, you know, drew the game, got second out the way, still third. Yeah. It's up to others to go catch him in it now. So That's it. Yeah. All right, let's move on then. We're going to jump straight into uh, the the little little segment we have, which I basically stole from Daryl, um, mm-hmm. our sort of little interview section. And uh, obviously, we we're joined with uh, Andy. Royalties, um, mate. royalties. Yeah, yeah, you get royalties. <laughs> so, uh, how are you, how are you? I mean, we're, we're into season three. How are you finding it? Are you still enjoying one two one? Yeah, I still enjoy it. I must admit. Um... I think the two-week break, and I think a lot of managers feel the same. It didn't really, I didn't really miss it, to be honest. Um, you could have had a month break and I wouldn't have cared. But that's not to say I'm not enjoying the game. It's just there's other things going on. There's no lockdown anymore, is there? So, mm. But yeah, in general, still enjoying the game. Uh, Alaves, I could, you know, it's that well-organised. I could not send the turn and things would just go smoothly. Um, the turn takes me five minutes to send and that's because I'm, it's not a lack of interest it's because it's just that easy um, I know what I'm playing I know what I want to do the actions I don't really use the action slots because I've got nothing to do with them um, I'm just literally scouting teams buying players selling them on using them for points I did a swap deal this week with the famous Sicarella. that's the first hey, swap hey. deal in the whole game Will, will we get will we get a live swap on the podcast? <laughs> we, 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 we opened conversation. The, the teams have been swapped. There's, we could need to have a look and see if there's something that can be done. But Andy, well, he is open to conversation. Before, um, yeah. Sorry, guys. The value for a player that good. Yeah. The value is really low on him. It's ridiculous. But that's only because he's a 36 PV. If you put another, everywhere, <laughs> he's a PV everywhere. If I added determination to him, I think that would increase his value to about 80 million, 82 million. Yeah. Which actually then, makes the conversation, like even from my point, easier. Like it's yeah. been difficult because, first of all, uh, Liam was interested in, in Buta, my, my footed fullback, um, who's like 103, like determination. He's worth like 111 million. But Sicarella, who improves my team, yes, and Buta improves him, and I've got Buta's replacement, so it doesn't hurt me. But there was 50 million gap, you know, you, and he would have had mm. to give up too much for a player that's already a key part of his team. So it's actually yeah. easier. It would be easier if his value actually showed his true value because Sicarella is a very good player for 60 mil is the bargain. Mm. And the thing is, maybe, maybe running out of time to get something for him because once EOS comes and the value is all yeah, recalculated, you might drop it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then I can swoop. No, <laughs> so he's only, he's only maybe for another eight or nine turns. Oh god! I will, I will, I will get in one day. I swear to God. But yeah, in general, yeah, I still enjoy the game. I still send the turns in decent time. Um, yeah, still enjoying it. Probably for at least another couple of seasons after this. Ah, oh, lovely stuff. Lovely. Uh, and, and um, do you, how is you actually do you, do you approach the game though? I mean, uh. Yeah, you've got some guys who are wheeler dealers, some guys who are like squad builders, some guys who just go after big names, big clubs. How, how, how do you approach the game? I've always gone a lower team. So I asked Ben for a low-rated team with the most with cash and points. Yeah, same. I very, very, very rarely swap. So I don't do the squad building thing. So I always approach the game first season, 
I don't have any expectations of results. I'm just selling off players, buying players in for cash, usually scouted players, then putting the essays on them. So that's how I normally approach it, build the squad. I don't go after names, not bothered about names. Um, I like players with high movement because uh, so, I like attack on the break and I like fluid midfield. So I always find the mm. players to fit the system I want to play. Uh, every game I always play the same system. Uh, free roll, wingers, fullbacks, then a centre forward or target man. That never changes. Um, but I approached it differently with Alaves this time. Uh, I went on a no-pop challenge. So uh, I gave myself a restriction in a way, no potential. And I kind of took him over as a bit of a fun thing at first. You know, a second team. So I, I had like 95 points and 250 million quid See, in the bank. I'm assuming, I'm assuming you're just whacking the essays on players then. Oh, mate, I, I thought, you know what, I'm going to do it. I'm going to put gamesmanship on 11 players. I have a team of cheats. Have a bit of fun with it. <laughs> I did, but then I think I finished about four. I think I finished bottom of Division 4 or like third bottom. So I thought I'll take you, it a bit more say, serious. You essentially so, created the old Wimbledon side. Yeah, that's what I did. And then, <laughs> but then I took it a bit more serious and then I started removing it and... And then I've never played wing backs before, but I wanted to do something different, so I played wing backs with a sweeper, um, <laughs> right forward, left forward, and then three in the middle. Or I can swap it around and play four in the middle and one up front. Um, like I, like I touched on before, I don't even have to bother. I don't even have to bother with the turn anymore because if there's any suspensions, then I'll change. Injury, any injuries I'll change it but pretty much the team stays as it is it's such an easy to run but Trabs on sport stresses me because I'm always having to think <laughs> about something block something around when you think you've got it nailed something a spanner gets thrown into the works but yeah generally yeah, yeah. I'm not, in terms of approaching the game I'm not a big swapper well, it's, um, it's interesting you just said that there though because that, that sort of got, uh, something else I, I was sort of going to ask you which was how are you finding um, being in the Eastern Prem? I mean, you, you, I, I think you was in there from the start, isn't it? I don't think you got promoted season no, one. I got promoted. Got, got oh, promoted was it? Sorry, season. sorry, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you've, you've been up with the big boys now for the you know, best part of the game, at least. Um, how, how are you finding that now? I mean, as, as we've said like multiple times now, it, yeah, that all the leagues are stacked. I mean, uh, is it helpful to have a second team to sort of take your mind off? Because I'd imagine sort of... Oh, yeah, big time. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, I know it's been discussed a lot. I mean, in a perfect card format game, it'd be one team. Yeah. And then, I think we've said it before, run an easy format game alongside. So I'd Take your mind off. And teams or whatever, but... Yeah. So having a second team certainly helped because... So season two with Trabs on Sport, I got promoted a season before I thought I would... So I wasn't expecting it, and I certainly wasn't expecting to be challenging. And then I played Zenit at home, and I smashed them three 0 and I went top. And I thought, you know, I thought, fucking right, I've got this. Um, he had a few injuries, uh, and then I lost. I lost the next three games, and two of those teams were teams in the bottom three. Hmm. So I thought, right, uh, come season three. I'll... So I altered the way I trained, did a bit of different training, put some different essays on. Did a couple of swaps. I think I've done more swaps in this game than I've done in my whole time playing UE, way back to game 95. So then you've wow, got a yeah, that, state of mind that, thing. And... 
Yeah, because that's interesting. Again, another one I was going to ask you. Well, I mean, obviously, that's your first game. I mean, what other games have you been in, and, and uh, how how do you how do you find this game compared to the older ones? So, I was in '95 at first um, with Leon. I think I played. Yeah, I did all right in that game, and then I didn't come back then until 107. I had a season in 107. Hard under League Cup. That was that was a hard format game. Yeah. yeah, I think that was one of the first games I played with like the essays in. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I didn't come back then until game one one five, and then I left one one six alone. One one seven, which is hard format. I went a lower league team, Arbroath. Never heard of them. I just thought, said to Ben, give me any shite random team. So he gave he me gave Arbroath. You, he gave you, you Tottenham. Ah. Yeah, but as random as you get, Arbroath. Palace. Yeah, I think. But I think this game. I don't know this game one two one. It feels different because oh Everton two one down again. Charlie Austin, brilliant. Um, <laughs> I think this game feels different because the obviously the podcast and the Discord and don't use the word community because it gets banded around a lot. But everybody talks now about tactics and stuff, and mm. I think if I'd have known what I know now. In the previous games, I might have done even better because I was picking tactics in previous games. I wasn't really ma- marrying up the stats and I wasn't really thinking too much about the essays. But this game, you have to really think about it. Um, that's the big difference. I, I think you have to feel. I feel like you have to think about everything because you like you need, like you were saying earlier. Uh, what you both, you and Daryl, both saying earlier. You look at certain teams and they just haven't got the stats there to play certain yeah. lot of things. And they then got a lot of stats to defend against other tactics. Um, and some people don't think of other teams' tactics; they only think of their own. And um, and vice, you know, the formation sometimes they get them right, sometimes they get them wrong. It is, it feels like it's like the first game in UE for me where it feels like I, I feel like Ben's got it in a really. I mean, obviously, there's tweaks we've all talked about in the past, like you know, certain things we'd love to see, and like it's so close to being perfect. Um, but I think he's done a really good job with Just this when you one. Think. Just when you think you've got it nailed, and you do it, yeah, right. oh yeah, and then some, I, I, I have anybody, I've been on like, anybody. That's the difference. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been on runs like three or no four one, wins in no a row, and you're like, I've got it, I got it, and then talking about no one can beat me. Only Dave when I <laughs> talking about. No, all of we- all of the West are just like look, uh, the yeah. DMA. They're, they're yeah, gonna get DMA. you. They're Listen gonna to get that. you. The Try DMA are coming. Me. You can start talking oh, when you learn how to beat me. That's it. Well, and, obviously, and by, by the way, gents, this this podcast is sponsored by the DMA. So, uh... <laughs> but obviously, the, the biggest difference, obviously, has been the seventh tactic, the master tactic. Massive difference. I mean, I'm using combinations that I personally don't think work, but I'm using because they work in this game. So, for example, yes. I'll play. If I'm using Alaves mainly because I play four in midfield, sometimes I'll do fluid midfield, pressure play. And then, as a master tactic, I'll go support defence. Now, do, sure, fluid, do fluid midfield and support defence. Is that a combination that should work? I, I, yeah. I mean, like it depends how you look at it. I think we've talked about this with Faddy, haven't we? And Faddy was quite keen on it because, it, yeah, obviously he's a proper manager and he likes the whole in transition and out of transition yeah. with the ball. Uh, and to, to me, it makes sense. I mean, like it, to me, it's like when you haven't got the ball, you you. Your, def- your midfield is supporting the defensive line and keeping the shape, but then when they're pushing forward, they've yeah. be, they've been given the license to roam from their position. So I don't, 
I don't see uh, the only the only ones I don't like are like um, the sort of combinations I don't like is if a team sort of like defends deep, uh, and then um, and then they're like yeah they let's say they're doing defend deep and support defense, but then they're doing link play with with like one forward. Uh, who the fuck is he linking to? Everyone else is on the eighteen yard box. I mean that that guy would have to have a ten star stamina and ten speed to get away from anyone. It's just yeah. it. To me, that's like something that doesn't make sense. But then you just have to realize it's a game. It's just, it's just yeah. dice. It's just numbers. You know, it's it's a computer. You know. I always, I, I must admit, I have done, I have been guilty of going support. I've never used defend deep, never. But I've used yeah. support defense with link play because you have a free role in there. So you'd like to think, even though he's supporting the defense, he'd still be higher up the pitch. Yeah. I don't know. That's that's the beauty of the game, though. I mean. We don't really know. No, no, I feel I feel like I'm learning every yeah, couple of weeks. Is... I feel like I think I get into yeah, it a little yeah. bit and I understand it, and then it's like, like you get a slap, don't you? Someone gives you a slap, and you're like, oh, okay, right, I've got to rethink this. Absolutely, here we so, go. So I've delved into the spot my market. DMs are open, mate. You can always message me how to win. <laughs> <laughs> Dara sort you out. Dara, I've delved right into the spot market more than ever. I've done. Um, yeah, me too. Yeah, to be fair, I've always been a cash guy, Andy, like, and very yeah. much yes, set up yeah. like you have. I really have, and Terry will tell you, like, you very yeah, yeah. rarely see me doing big swaps, but this game, I've done very a few, quietly as well, mate. You're yeah, very yeah. quiet usually yeah, yeah. on the slide, and you're like, look where I've got in. Like, whoa, that went under the radar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to, you know, I I see a little message in a Discord, and I'm like, hello, mate. <laughs> like privately, you don't really hear too much, but yeah, this game a lot more than I've ever done. You know, a lot what more I will than say. I've ever done. Yeah. If you look at the you look at the caliber of squad now at this stage of the game, incredible cash buys, cash buys are virtually irrelevant because you're not going to yeah. get a cash buy that's going to be yeah. anywhere near good enough. You're going to have to but swap. This is where a future game could be brilliant, though, because if you if you imagine like all of our best players are now currently like 100 OA, 37 PV tops, you've still got like another good three seasons of this game left, and and cash sales are still relevant. Cash sales yeah. still very relevant, and there's still some really oh, good yeah, players yeah, sure. available for for transfer. Like I look at the cash threads, and okay, you get your normal trash that should just be on the transfer list. But actually, yeah. when you have a proper look, like as I say, transfer list has been a goldmine for me this game. Transfer yeah, yeah. list has been absolute gold dust. I've picked up so many off there, like just well, that's spotted, and I'm like, hold on a minute, that would actually work. Yeah, well. Yeah. Rest, rest of the world has for me, Daryl. I mean, uh, like, like I said, like in season one, I took some advice from you, like at the start of this, where you sort of said, like, I'd always built decent side, but I'd never had depth. And one thing I've been doing is buying, buying cheap, selling high, like, mm-hmm. yeah, just trading. So I like, yeah. even like this week, I, I bought a, a centre back who's got good stats. He's like, he's like, I don't know, not, not mid nineties, high, good high PV, but he's five speed. I was never going to use him. It was just a case of buying for like 500k. And now I've got a twenty-one and a half million pound bidding from the rest of the world. It's like, right, see you later, pal. Yeah. Pack your bags, you're off. Yeah, we turn it over, we move on. It's worth buying, uh, isn't it? Second when you reserves. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I've been doing it all season, mate. But it was only like I think I'm sure it was you, Daryl, who told me at the start of the season, like before we even started the game properly about it. Mm. And it was just like, John, I never even thought of just buying players, sell them on, buy, sell, yeah, keep, like, keep it going, keep generating so cash. I've raised in the last four weeks just from rest of the world. I'm at mm-hmm. 70 mil and I've got another 21 to sell this week just in bids of reserve yep. players. You know, That's I'm going to be, yeah. be at 90 mil. I mean, I, okay, yeah. there are a couple of scouts which is probably going to take that 21 mil that I, I want to go for. But 
you know, I know I'm going to get more bids. I'm not afraid to go and spend the 20, yep. 30 mil on reserves that I know I'm going yeah, to yeah, sell yeah. on probably for 50 over time. Do you know what I mean? Definitely. Uh, we're running a bit short on time now. So uh, what we're going to do is a quick, a quick couple of quick fire questions from uh, the forum, Andy, uh, for the Discord. Uh, sorry, sorry um, I apologize for these. I don't. That's what yeah, I, 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 I haven't even read them. And I thought, I, do you know, I, I see the name. It's like, you know, this is going to be a shout out. Like, I see Lewis. If you see Nath or Amir, you're like, oh, dear. So I thought I'd read a couple of these and then we'll go to the transfer roundup and then wrap up. Um, uh, first one is, yeah, from Lewis to Andy. How much did you enjoy Gary McAllister's goal in the derby in 2001? It's a a two-part answer. The first answer is not as much as I enjoyed Steven Gerrard slipping and fucking the league up for Liverpool. (laughs) (laughs) And secondly, probably more disappointing, that's not even the worst feeling I've ever had in a derby. Um, That's probably not even in the top five. Um, I was going to say, that, is that the one that would stand out? Like, I could FA I, Cup semi-final. even as a non-Everton fan, I could probably think of two or three more than that. FA Cup semi-final, Andy Carroll, 89th minute, the worst ever feeling at a derby. Oh, yeah, my, my, my Champions League against Barcelona. I just, I fucking hated. Only game that ever hurt me more in my entire life is England losing to Germany in 96. Oh, that, that, oh. that one, like, borderline got me close to tears and I was only a kid. But I really thought we were going to win that. I mean, I went to watch, I've been to the new Wembley three times to watch Everton. We've lost yeah. all three games. Uh, FA Cup finals to Chelsea. To be honest, I just enjoyed the day because I knew we'd lose. But then the Liverpool one, we actually went out for a night out in London on the, I think it was the Friday or the Saturday, the day before the game. So we had a good night anyway. So if we knew if we had a shit result, we'd still had a good weekend, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, because there's no way we'd have gone out after losing to Andy Carroll in the 89th minute. <laughs> um, and probably the second worst in the terms of the derby, just sticking to Lewis's question, was probably uh, Sadio Mane, 94th minute, Goodison Park, 1-0. And then you watch all the Liverpool fans lighting the flares and all that. It's just sickening. And you've got to walk to the car. Yeah, you've got to get yeah. in the car, drive home. Uh, it's just <laughs> horrible. How about, how about you, Daryl? Worst, worst uh, Charlton memory? Oh, there's been a few, mate. <laughs> Do we have to, I was going to say, yeah, it's, it has been, it has been for Arsenal lately, mate. I'll, I'll, get, a, I'll get a piece of paper out. Fucking Jesus. But yeah, I think definitely the Champions League final was a heartbreaker for me. Uh, I think up there as well, Adi Bayor scoring for Tottenham against us. Uh, oh. That was and and the city one he scored fucking weasel. That's um, the celebration city one ever. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that city one was amazing. Not even. <laughs> he loved that. <laughs> yeah, I did. I thought it was fucking great. <laughs> uh, last last questions. Uh, two 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 left. Uh, Nath uh, ask a uh, uh, question for Andy. Do you think Everton will win any silverware in the foreseeable future? And that's not a dig either. Um, uh, and he said, but but then he finished it up with, uh, and or finally, can you ask Andy when is he ever going to turn up for a lads' night out? Oh. <laughs> First answer is uh, no, probably not. Um, no squad. Maybe, maybe an FA Cup or something. Out. No, no. Cup, FA Cup, no. I, no, I'd take a League Cup like it was a Champions League right now. To be honest, yeah, yeah. Um, and as for the night out. Um, I can't really say too much because we bailed out on three, haven't I? 
Uh, <laughs> I'd like to stand on there. Um, next time, really. mate. Next time, mate. <laughs> Just to see Jay in his suit. And I've yeah, I, I, yeah. Speaking of which, I've uh, the last one was actually addressed to me from Amir. Please, Terry, can you sing? It should have been ten. It should have been ten without shitting anyone. It should have been ten. I'm not going to sing it, but I have read it out for you. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm not singing for anyone. He's he's a fuck. He's an absolute bastard. That guy. I love him. <laughs> I, think, kind it, of I guy. think it's rude that you're having night uh, out, nights out, and I haven't been invited. I'm the fucking life and soul. You guys would never forget it. We should go. Should invite me. We Let's should. go. Should do it. We should do it. Uh, yeah, I, I've said to him, I might go for one. I might oh, go for one sometime. On, Let's go. Let's go sort it out. Right, we're gonna we're gonna finish off Daryl transfer roundup. Indeed. Thanks once again, Dave. Right, this week's top cash buys. Lazio spent the most on one player by landing Shrewsbury's transfer listed grant for just over seventy-one million. It's hundred oh eight thirty-seven centre mid with pro and pot, and with eighty-one percent AR, looks a very good purchase off the transfer list. Um, Andy Proctor's Villarreal spent a massive 50 million on Leicester's Fabio this week. 25-year-old is 100 away, 37 centre forward and target man, and is both footed. I wish I'd spoken to Steve about that. I would have had him. Leicester originally paid 18.5 <laughs> for Fabio, so made a nice 31.5 million profit on him. Leicester had tried to get a swap on Fabio, but after no real tempting offers, decided to cash in. On to the swaps. This week's top swap was Spurs. They brought in Zawada, 25, 105, 39 centre forward with determination, GSI and pot. Also 10 speed in a deal that sees Richarlison, 24, 106, 37 right left mid with composure and pot. And Nana, 2538 centre forward with height, game and pot. Head to Salgueros. That's a really good deal. Salgueros eventually it is, yeah. quite well. Like that. Spurs a good deal. Like player. That, yeah. a good deal. Um, Zawada was as low as 90. 34 right forward centre forward in season one and was apparently a beast in game 120 as well. So that's going to be everyone's next scout find for the new games. Uh, top shithouse moment of the week. Big decision to be made for Jay at Benfica this week as he received not one, but at least five bids for the same player. That player is Vigel and all bids be at a pound. I wonder where the player will add next week. Jay, oh, Jay said it is Zippy-esque voice. Fuck off, Dave. I'm not doing the voice. <laughs> Fuck off, you bastards. Bungle is getting fucked up the wrong one tonight as George films. Dave <laughs> transfer special. Okay. It's not often, but last week the podcast was made to show off, advertise the player, and it's work to treat. Terry got a little bit excited about Cabrera. 25437 right forward set yeah. forward with determination, GSI, and pop. Hitting a perfect match rating of 100 that he did when he found a Chinese belly dancer chained up in his cellar. He landed the man by offering 18 million plus Yade, 21-year-old, 102-37 free roll with flair, composure, and pot. If Carlsberg did mm -hmm. ads, they would probably get a player to play against Daryl's unsaid reserve team. Was Terry hard to deal with? <laughs> well, he was hard, but made the uh, made the offer, which I accepted, and that was that. It was over before the tip entered. Thank you, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Jesus. Dave's got worse uh, as it's gone on. He's got know? worse. I think I think we've uh, influenced him somehow, well, yeah, haven't we? I mean, like he was messaging me and when when we was doing the deal, and I was just like surprised, like, wow, he's he's definitely embraced the basement. I love it. To be fair, Dave's <laughs> real easy to deal with as well, though. You know, Dave is yeah, one, I, one of the easiest guys I've, I've ever done. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, th I think that's yeah, I mean we we I mean we we sort of like took the piss at the start of it about apparently how hard I was to deal with, but I'm just specific, and if people, yeah, if I, if I make a uh, what I'm after, and people match that, 
kills no, these you're a ball like very you're easy. a fucking ball like you're the ball like mate <laughs> solomau i want him still <laughs> yeah. to this day 40 pv center midfielder i need him get him <laughs> in my team you know what's funny is i don't even play center mid really <laughs> stuck oh, with a player dear. i could never lose and any closing remarks for the DMA? Should we should we thank him or go fuck yourself? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well we'll wrap up now. Uh, thank you very much, Andy, for joining us. Absolute pleasure, mate. No, I enjoyed and, it. Uh, thank good, you. And good luck for the rest of the season in uh, the East. I hope you you do well. Um, I, I love Kenny to bits as well. So yeah, I, I don't want to wish either of you to beat each other because you're both good lads. Um, Beats me every and, time. Yeah, and, all that. No worries. And thank you very much, Daryl, as always, my man. No and uh, we'll catch you all soon, guys. Uh, enjoy it on Saturday. Peace out. See you later.